JM in the AM. We have another very special guest in our studio here this morning. I don't think we've ever had a uh, kickboxing champion visit us here at JM in the AM. But Neely Block, who many of us know because Matas has uh, spoken with her uh, multiple times on uh, his program, is here with us today at the JM in the AM. Four-time world champion Israeli Neely Block took home another title uh, back in October, a month ago, winning the gold medal at the Thai Boxing European Championships in Paris. Neely Block was born in the U.S., moved as a young child to Israel. Uh, she competed in the 60-kilo division, defeated Russian opponent Vinakova Ekaterina in the final bout. In 2015, Neely Block was named to the Algaminers J100 list. She has said of being a world champion, it is such a good feeling. It's so special to become a symbol in the world as a Jew and as an Israeli. Neely Block, shalom. Welcome to JM in the AM. Shalom, shalom. Good morning. Good morning. Great to have you here. By the way, our friends at Amit, who are going to be featuring Neely, I believe, Sunday night, right? At the dinner Sunday night. They have the Facebook Live going right now. Our friends at Amit have Facebook Live going right now, which means uh, if you, uh, I guess, search Amit on Facebook, you can get to their page and see the Facebook Live video right now that's happening inside the JMDM Nahum Siegel Network Studios. And, of course, we encourage you to like it, to share it, and to spread it around the world. So how does a nice Jewish girl become a kickboxer? <laughs> and why kickboxing? You know, there are a lot of interesting conventional sports out there. You know what I mean? Kickboxing, I don't know. It seems to be uh, not so ordinary. So, um, I mean, I was always like some sort of tomboy, you know, just uh, into sports, uh, little league baseball. And basketball, and I played on the national fo- uh, flag football team. Where'd you grow up? What city? We're, we're in the we're in America. Uh, I was from? born in Baltimore. Baltimore, but okay. we made Aliyah when I was two. So ah, so when they really say you were a young child, you barely remember anything from the U.S. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, uh, right. true Israeli. Yeah. And where did you live in Israel growing up? Beit Shemesh. Okay. Straight to Beit Shemesh. All right. So when you say little league baseball, you mean little league in Beit Shemesh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're not talking about the U.S. little league baseball. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, you're doing all these activities in sports, and then what? Yeah, and uh, at the age of 10, my mom was um, a volunteer in Magav, and she was uh, she wanted to take self-defense for herself, and she found my current coach, Benny Kogan, and she just dragged me along with her. Found and... him in Beit Shemesh? No, in Jerusalem, sorry. Uh-huh. In Jerusalem. And ever since, I've been traveling from Beit Shemesh to Jerusalem for, for training, maybe twice, three, three times a week. How does someone get to be at the top of the kickboxing uh, sport. Like, how, how many, I can imagine, you know, if you're, if, if you're winning championships, you, you, I assume you've had to exceed so many different hurdles and obstacles along the way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, many hurdles as far as uh, even just what am I doing with my life? You know, different uh, options as far as the Army and then uh, sport career. Like, I got to, I came to many crises in my life that I never thought I would because I thought I was a very strong person. And it came to a point where I had to make uh, very vital choices in my life. And at what age was it obvious that you're not just kickboxing, you know, as a hobby or to stay in shape, but now this is becoming your vocation. Now this is becoming, you know, your focus 24 hours a day. So that was at the age of 17, 17 and a half, where I was, had to be uh, drafted into the Army. You know, so it comes to a point where, okay, am I going into the Army as a combat soldier, which was one of my uh, biggest dreams and child dream, 
and or am I pursuing my sport career? And that was one of my biggest uh, crises, I think, where I just didn't know what to do, and I can't really ask someone to tell me what to do. I ha- it has to come within me. And so in the end, I decided to go and pursue my, my sport career. Is there a kickboxing league in Israel? Is there a kickboxing, I don't know, division or competition that, that's in Israel itself? So, okay, so there's a difference between kickboxing, K1, and Muay Thai. Muay Thai is uh, Thai boxing. It comes from Thailand. Uh, the, the organ is from Thailand. They used it also as some sort of self-defense a thousand years ago. Right. And within years, it became a sport. So uh, there's a kickboxing federation, WACO, and there's a Muay Thai federation, IFMA. Both in Israel. Both in Israel, both around the world. Okay. And IFMA is the closest to become also in the Olympics. 2024, it's in the Olympics. So that's the that's the reason that it took uh, the European Championship took place now in Paris because in 24 it's going to be in Paris. So they wanted to invite um, all the the French uh, Federation to come and watch and be impressed by uh, by this phenomenon of uh, sport. All right, and uh, do you have Olympic aspirations for 2024, or will you be? Outaged by that to, to be well, an Olympian. That was the the main reason that I focused on Muay Thai because I was hoping that it would become. You know, it kind All of right. it was like a, I went into it blindly. I didn't know uh, if it would become for sure. Uh, but now that it is, it's just you know I got to keep um, keep training, keep competing. Oh, so it is possible. It's possible, but I just also started school now. Right. So I can't hold on my life and say, okay, maybe in six years, seven years, I'll become I'll. I'll compete in the the Olympics. I have to continue on with my life, and it happens. Then I'll uh, then I'll happen. Neely Block is here. Uh, we'll talk about Amit in a moment, and I know it's a big day Sunday, and I want to thank the people at Amit because uh, we're on their Facebook Live as we speak, and we'd love everybody out there to share the uh, conversation that's happening here inside the Nahum Siegel Network studios. So, how many belts or championships do you have? Um. An actual physical belt. Well, I don't know. How does it work? Unfortunately, you know, you... I don't have a really... <laughs> I <laughs> I wish I had one. But in these competitions, they give you like mostly medals because they want to Well, that's be... what I mean. How many of these... I mean, have, oh. is, have you won these consistently? Is this the first time? Like, how often does this happen that you're going places and winning championships? Um, since 20, 2014 in IFMA. So if I asked you the number of championships you've won, it would be around what? Um, Seven. Wow. Gold. We're talking about gold. Right. Gold medals. Yes. Yeah. I mean, who wants those silver ones? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> so you are a seven-time gold medalist. Yes. That's pretty amazing. I actually have uh, three medals here that I brought. Oh, nice. Got to see those. And, um, and, and the secret or the key, and I know it's consistency in training. You alluded to this earlier. But in addition to that, what does it take? I mean, it must take a major commitment. And I assume you need, I don't know, some type of physical advantage over others, right? Just like a, you, you think a great basketball player, you know, the, the, the taller you are, it might help if they're skilled. You must have some secret ingredient that, that gives you the ability to be number one in this sport. I think, I think my secret is the fact that I train with the guys and I, I also fight the guys. As a young, young, uh, young child, that's what I did in the ring. I would go up against one of the guys the same same age same weight <laughs> right, more or less right um <laughs> and you take them on and you didn't care what they brought sometimes <laughs> yeah sometimes i would get punched i remember i got punched in the face and i saw like why and i fell back you know i got up and i continued but that's i think that was the secret that's the secret throughout all the years that uh i train with the guys and so when i go up against a female the the power and the strength isn't the same unbelievable 
All right, why are you here in New York? Why why'd you make this trip? So I'm a graduate student through Amit in Beit Shemesh. And basically I'm here to, I went through Florida, New York, and New Jersey to show all of our, um, our, our, um, um, told me. Donors and our donors, supporters. Our donors and our supporters. Um, show them what, um, what Amit basically uh, um, brought up and through, even though through difficulty through my life and um, a parent that couldn't really pay for school, I still finished my six years um, in high school and I finished with a diploma. And it, it's, it's very, uh, for me, I never thought I would. So it's kind of coming, coming to the donors and showing them why they should continue um, the support with Amit. Back in May when we were in Israel, we spent a lot of time with Amit and met some of their great supporters from this area. And we kept hearing about all the different schools throughout the entire country. And what's more important than education, of course. And, um, and they just, and, and, and they are, you know, so effective in so many different areas. So you would say that your ability and the fact that you did stay in school and did end up graduating is all to their credit. Yes. They have a big, uh, they have a big credit to that because again, I believe that I, uh, I succeeded through my athleticism and they very, they, uh, um, they supported my athleticism, so that is a give, that's one hundred percent given. To was me. it a big challenge socially um, when kids your age, you know, realize that you want to do things a bit differently than they might be doing? I think mostly uh, outside in the the playground with the boys, they would always be like, uh, they'd call me different like manly names, but right. I didn't really care. You know, I'm just. Whatever, right? Yeah, well, you probably, back at you them. probably don't care what, what anyone today, says about you. <laughs> and today, they, you know, they respect me. Right. They see my, my journey and they respect me. How'd you find out about Amit? Like, how'd you find out about their school and, and realize that that was an option for you? In Beit Shemesh, it's called Ulpanat Amit Naga. So that was just um, a standard um, high school for, for girls. Right. So I was accepted, even though I'm probation, but... I was accepted, and so, you know, it was close to home. So and now they I look back that. at that acceptance with uh, great pride, I would guess, right? Yes, 100%. Pretty amazing. And, it's, and aside from the academics, I know that they're always stressing values and Israel and family values, et cetera, and all that, you know, is part of the whole package, right? Yeah, 100%. That was uh, that's one of the big uh, advantages in the school, I think. What happens now? You said that, you know, you want to continue academically and you want to continue your uh, you know your school career. At the same time, I guess you want to continue your kickboxing career, right? Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm still training, still competing. I think academic is is. Uh, it's very important. You Are know? you able to do both? I'm able to do both. I just got to put my mind to it and really focus on both. And what did the Israeli government say, or the Israeli officials say, when it came time for the army? Were they at all understanding about your situation? Yeah, I got accepted into the army. Accepted. They they took me into the army <laughs> right. as a special athlete. And I just, you know, and you at the a, desk. And is there a special function for you? Or do you, I don't know, do you go around being a role model for others? Like, is there anything that you actually have to do for the IDF? Unfortunately, no. I was at a desk, you know, coffee, papers, cleaning. And when I had to leave for training, I had to leave. Right. And they didn't really respect me on that aspect, I think. And as far as they were concerned, you're first an, uh, a soldier and then an athlete. And in right. my mind, okay, if I'm a soldier, I wouldn't be here. I'd be out uh, in the shetach. I would be out. And, uh, you in know, the as field. a combat. Right. So they, they didn't really respect me, I think, in that. Amit has their annual dinner coming up on Sunday night at Pier 60 in New York City. They're calling it Heroes when the Ordinary becomes extraordinary. And they're going to recognize some amazing people, including uh, Audrey and Max Wagner, 
Sharon and Sal Merkin, Martin Elias, and Jordana Alpert, all awardees this coming Sunday night. I assume you will be asked to to uh, give a message about why it's important to support Amit and why you appreciate the support from the United States, right? I, I think so, yeah. That, I that, that, so. That'll be part of your message. Yep. Well, and you're so well-spoken. I'm sure that's going to go well. And now I have to ask you what everyone's curious about, and that is representing Israel at all these different places. I mean, we read about uh, you know tennis players and basketball players and, and, and judo and many other sports uh, where it becomes obvious uh, that the athlete is an Israeli and representing, whether they like it or not, Israel and the Jewish people. Tell us about what's happened when you've traveled internationally with the star of uh, David and the Israeli flag on your sleeve. So I walk around with it very proudly. Even though in Poland and the World Games this past uh, July, we weren't really allowed to be exposed. We were really uh, we were in a different hotel and security was, tells you that. Yeah, yeah, they took uh, very they were they, they took caution from from Munich from you know yeah, 1970. Um so even though that was um that was minor but the only time I came across some sort of anti-Semitism was uh, in 2015 when uh, I took part in the world championship in kickboxing in Serbia, where I was I was the winner and the referee because he was from Palestine just refused to raise my hand. You know, take a picture, a picture is taken and then social media and then you never know. That was the only time. But um, like I told you, in our sport, in our federation, IFMA, right? Um, Stefan Fox, he's the um, Administrator. The administrator. He would not allow that to happen. You know, if he, if there's a country that's hosting a, a championship and they say something like that, he wouldn't take part. And it's all about the leadership, right? If they take a stand like that, then people are going to be disciplined and they're not going to play games like yes. that. But otherwise, we see terrible episodes. I'm sure you're aware of the fact that there have been times when the Israeli national anthem would not be played, right? I'm not even talking about overt anti-Semitism from fans or or you know, comments directed at you. I'm talking about, you know, official things that have happened. Anthem wouldn't be played. Flag wouldn't be displayed. They wouldn't recognize the fact that the athlete actually, you know, is from Israel. You know, they would use some other type of euphemism. Those can be extremely, uh, um, you know, I mean, it, it could be, it can make make one very uncomfortable, I'm sure. Right. In a Even though, like despite that, the athletes are still showing them. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Exactly. And, you know, whether they sing the national anthem of Israel the Hatikva, you know, to you know, under their own breath, it <laughs> makes it even stronger. Yeah. So I guess, I guess, after meeting you now for fifteen, twenty minutes, it's obvious that nothing really bothers you. And if somebody even takes a, a shot at you in terms of your being an Israeli or a Jew, uh, you're you're ready to you're ready to fight back, yeah. <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> Neely Block, she is uh, <clears throat> she's a kickboxer and she's a four time. World champion, uh, the most recent one coming at the uh, Thai Boxing European Championship in Paris last month. And uh, she is uh, a featured speaker this coming Sunday night as Amit presents their Heroes uh, Dinner in New York City at Pier 60. You can go to the website, amitchildren.org, amitchildren.org. And she will be uh, reminding everybody gathered at Pier 60 on Sunday night why it's so important to support the Amit schools in Israel. When is your next competition? So probably probably be uh, in December. Yeah. Uh, in Russia, and if not, then February in Thailand. And do you? I mean, we we know what we know the reason that uh, boxing matches for individual boxers take place only, you know, every three four months because that's what it takes to recover from the match and then to in fact train for the next one. Is there a big gap for you, uh, or you know, could could you do this? I don't know, you know, every week if you needed to. 
Um, it wouldn't be effective, I think, every week. You know, as far as also recovery physically and mentally, you can't be at your peak forever. Right. For forever. So the ideal amount of time to train would be? Yeah, you could train every day. But no, I understand. But if you have a December match, are you already focused on, on very serious training for it right now? So I'm going to get into it soon. Um, you know, I'm here now in the States, right. so my, my, my schedule is a little off. So and... you need how many weeks of real serious training for a mid-December match? You would, you would want to... Uh... I would say a month and a half. So six weeks. At least. That's at, minimum for at, me, at least. Right. And that means complete focus. How many hours a day are you focused on the... Uh, the, the whole day revolves around that. Yeah. 18 hours a day. Yeah, you, from morning from morning training, eating, training in the afternoon or evening, and training, uh, eating, sleeping. That's, the whole day is around that. And your coach, I assume, and manager take very careful, uh, take it very seriously in terms of what you do eat and how often you train and what type of training each of those hours is like, et cetera, et cetera. Correct. My coach, Benny Kogan, been with him since I'm 10, so he sees me as a daughter, so he takes care of me from every aspect. What are you going to eat today? What am I going to eat today? Yeah. Oh, today's a day off. Today's not training, right? Yeah, but it doesn't mean I can go pig out, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no bagel and locks today for you? <laughs> no, no way, huh? <laughs> well, the past few days I had, uh, you know, some bagels, so... Well, you're in New York after all. Yeah. You have no choice. What can I, you can't go back to Israel and say you didn't have bagels in New York. Well, last night I had a platter of good meat, so. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but when you're in serious training, is it, yo is it yogurt and granola? Yes or no? <laughs> no, there's some, gro there's right. yogurt, there's uh, eggs and, right. and chicken eggs, breast. Right? Yeah, mostly uh, um, boiled eggs. Right. No red meat during training. That you wouldn't do. I would maybe do once, but it, right. it sits in your body for days. So right. it'll be a little uncomfortable, and before com before competition, no way. No and way. the and the couple of days before the competition, are you still eating chicken? And yes, it's a couple of days before the competition. It's very. I'm even reducing liquids, fluids, you know, because basically I'm top shape and very low uh, percentage of fat. But now it's all about liquids, fluids in your body. So it's a very different. It's a strategy. But I would think before, right, like 48 hours before a match, you'd want to fill up your body with water. It's not like you that. have to. Yeah, but oh, so when you say you're cutting down on liquids, yeah, just to make the weight in, right? You got to weigh in, and right. then right after the weigh in, you, you have then to you start replenish yourself. Up. Yes. Boy, what a system, huh? Yes, it's. Uh, I think one of the hardest parts in fighting is cutting weight. Is your family very supportive? Yes. Yes, one hundred percent. They're not eating red meat at the dinner table. If you I can't can even have tell any. you, she's a supporter. <laughs> she, she's. My mom, yeah. she's uh, your number one fan. She she remembers you from uh, NYU. She studied there, and every morning the JMMG. Wow. Well, thank you, and make sure to thank her, please. Is she still in Ramat Beit Shemesh? Yes. <clears throat> well, um, to Neely Block's mom, a special shout out this morning. My gosh, you just made my day, Neely Block. Uh, <laughs> she's a champion. She's a champion who represents Israel and the Jewish people really well, and that's what really makes her a champion. Neely Block. She'll be featured. Sunday night with our friends at Amit, amitchildren.org. They do amazing work. It's hard to believe that a Jewish organization can survive uh, while concentrating on the area of Jewish education. And those of you out there who are familiar with the world of philanthropy, I think you know exactly what I mean by that. It is not always the, uh, the cause that jumps out at everybody, but it's amazing how the people that support Amit get it, that they get how important it is to have effective schools and those that produce uh, amazing leaders of uh, today and tomorrow. Neely, good luck to you. Good luck Sunday night and a pleasure meeting you. 
Thank you very much. Neely Block, a cha- we've had a kickboxing champion in the Nahum Siegel Network studios, I am proud to say. I also want to thank our friends from Amit as they have uh, Facebook lived this entire presentation. You can see it, obviously, uh, uh, all through the day, and at any point you want, just go to the uh, Amit presence on Facebook, and uh, I believe we have shared it as well at the Nahum Siegel Network, and I thank them for uh, for sneaking into our studio and catching this conversation on Facebook Live with me and Neely Block on a Thursday morning broadcast at JM in the AM.